Attention all you sex fiends, sinners, degenerates, and deviants. If you're looking for a hot new sex toy, now is your chance. Sex toys don't care about what's in between your legs, and that's the sign of a true ally. Go to either B-Vibe or Lawand and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 20% off your entire purchase. That's S-E-X-E-D-W-I-T-H-T-I-M for 20% off anything you buy from their websites. Check the show notes for more details. Once again, that's Sex Ed with Tim for 20% off both B-Vibe and Lawan products. Your next orgasm is on me. Mwah! The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I am your host, Tim. I'm a certified sex educator. I identify as a chaotic homosexual and some people call it celibacy. I call it, you're just ugly. My condolences. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sucks to be you. (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, So, that's awful. I'm damn lucky I got invited on. <laughs> no, Layla, you're so beautiful and you're so hot. Trust me, you're okay. <laughs> I, I feel like, yes, somebody who appreciates the pretty. Thank you. Who is, uh, I, I, I consider myself a connoisseur of the sexy. That's why I have you on. I only mm-hmm. have sexy people on my show. You're a sexy sommelier. <laughs> sommelier, a sexy sommelier. There we go. Yes, sommelier, yes. That's where we go. I love it. A connoisseur of the sexy. A connoisseur of the the clitoris. Uh, a delectable dick taster. Um, mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> eat your heart out, Shakespeare. <laughs> there we go. So It doesn't get much better than right? that. <laughs> so, listeners, that very beautiful voice you hear at the other end of the mic is none other than Layla from the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. Layla, how are you doing? You know what? I'm now, my day just got a whole lot better. I am fucking fabulous right now. Aww, did it get better because of me? I am so. Yes! <laughs> yes! I am so honored <laughs> because. I love, I'm loving, I'm loving the hair. I'm loving the background. My big, my big day. Your, your co-host, <laughs> your big dick. My God, that's who knew you had such a big dick? Did does everybody know you have such a I big mean, dick? I mean, I don't need to tell people. The word just kind of spreads. You know, if you're kind of known I'm for I'm kind that. of known for having a huge penis. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. I literally walk around town with it slung over my shoulder. It is <laughs> it's, Yeah, it's medically a concern. I've seen a bunch of doctors and they're like, There's nothing we can do. It's just so huge. People are just gonna have to live with it. I'm like, all right. I mean, how do you how do you fly with that? Thing? I have to clear it through customs, 
costumes. Yeah, they have to mm-hmm. do an x-ray of it and make sure that I'm not carrying anything I mean, with it. Yeah. Does that cause you problems with TSA? A lot, but like one look at it and hopefully the TSA is either gay or a woman. And then they're like, okay, sir, um, okay, you can go through. Yeah, I would think even even a straight man would be sympathetic. Oh, yeah, I hope so. Like they, they offer me a free second seat so I get an entire row to myself. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Which is great during which is great when I travel during COVID because I get the entire plane all to myself now at that point. Nice. Nice. Yes. We're you're starting to reap the benefits. Of COVID and being a big dick carrier. Yes, a big dick carrier. A big dick owner. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. So we're already derailed, but before we derail even further, Layla, how about you introduce yourself to our very wonderful listeners out there? Well, yes. Hello, very wonderful listeners. I'm so happy to be here on this podcast today with Tim and we're going to sex ed with Tim. It's this is like, uh, I feel like I've, you know, kind of reached the top of the mountain here. Like, where do I go from here? <laughs> um I uh, just, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I uh, have a podcast myself. It's called The Curious Girl Diaries. And I started that six years ago. And I uh, am pretty out there with my sexuality. And I love to try different things, explore my sexuality. And I'm just a big proponent of everybody kind of doing the same. Like, let's get over all this weird uh, censorship. Let's get over all this weird tabooism, all the weird shit that, you know, you got raised with or whatever, let's leave it at the door and start exploring our sexuality because it's a huge part of who we are. And you're going to learn a lot about yourself if you are brave enough to do it. it and have a lot of good orgasms along the oh way. Oh my God. Who doesn't love a good orgasm? Mm. Fuck. Oh, yeah. I am. I'm a little orgasm whore. I just. <laughs> Horgasm. Horgasm. There we go. Totally. Totally. But, like, I was doing a little bit of reading on your website, and you weren't always like this since you mentioned that you did a self-imposed three and a half years of celibacy. Is that correct? Yeah. Holy shit. I can barely do three and a half hours of celibacy. I'm having sex <laughs> right now. <laughs> We're Right now, you just can't see it. What's, it's what's off going on? Can I? Can you uh, tell me? What is it? I got I my like boyfriend details. fingering me. <laughs> oh, underneath pros- right now. Prostate? Getting in the prostate? Yeah, he's rimming me. I'm oh. sitting on a rimming stool right now as we speak. Oh my god! I'm so okay. I'm just telling you, like I yeah. just you can't. I can't wait to have you on my show. This is one of my questions. We're going to talk about the prostate. We're going to can't wait. Oh, let me see if yeah. he's. Let me see if he's busy right now. Say hi, okay. Harley. Hi. There. There we go. Okay. <laughs> he just had to take a break from eating my asshole. But um, There we go. <laughs> but like three and a half years of celibacy and it was self-imposed. Can I ask why? Why? <laughs> why? I know. It's like everybody's like, whoa. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll tell you. Um, it's not that glamorous. It's really just the fact that I... I, well, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, and I, the one thing that I always loved it was just business and building my business, and I got to this point where I just got so focused on it that I didn't want anything to 
take time away from that. Not relationships, nothing. And it really got, and honestly, business, that was my porn. Like my work, what I did, like that was, that turned me on. It was like, oh, I could look at it late at night, sit in front of the computer. It, that's what just got me excited. And I really sort of shut off that side of myself thinking, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, to be honest with you, but it, it was it was just stone cold wrong. And so one day, I, I don't even know what happened. Like, I had this light bulb moment. Like, I, I literally looked in the mirror and said, and this is going to sound kind of vain, but I literally was like, what the fuck are you doing? You are wasting the pretty. Like, you, what, you're what all this. This is going to go away. This doesn't last forever. This is a finite amount of time. You gotta fucking reap the benefits of this. Work the shit out of this. So I, I just just decided that you know it was unhealthy what I was doing, and I didn't want to do it anymore. And so very quickly I switched gears and I attacked my problem the way I would any business problem. My problem of you know being sexless, and and I I basically came up with a plan. I worked my plan. I had a goal, create, create the sex bucket list. And within 10 days, boom, I was getting it on. I love that you approach your sex life the way you approach your business. It's like, all right, we got to think backwards. Let's think of the risk assessment, our return on investment. Like, yes. I love that. Wait, you made a well, sex bucket list? Oh yeah, sex bucket list, which I update every year, by the way, because every year the, the more um, out there and just the more creative I get and the more things that I explore sexually, then one door opens 10. And that's the fun part. Like you're never, mm. there's never a shortage of fun things to do. So the more you're open, the more, you know, you want to explore. So I, yeah, I update it every year. What were some of the things on your bucket list at that point? I wanted to, uh, I wanted to try BDSM. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. And mm -hmm. I wanted to learn how to squirt. Okay. I wanted to go to some sex parties and see what that was all about. You know, I was like yes. thinking like eyes wide shut. <laughs> <laughs> but the first one, Joey. <laughs> There's a funny story there. The first sex party I went to, I wish my eyes were shut because it was Ooh. not like I thought it was going to be. Oh my God. Like, Spill. Well, okay. I'm well, here for it. I went, yes. I'm, I'm like, oh my God. Just all the liquids and like Tim, everywhere. Can you yeah. I mean, can you support <laughs> me through this? Like, <laughs> I will walk you through everything, Layla. As I retell I this and relive this. Okay. Here's what happened. There's a, you know, and, and, Actually, I want to say, you know, it's it's funny, but I also want to, I want to put the kind of what I learned out of it. But, um, you know, I had this, honestly, I just had this idea in my head, like we we're going to, I was with this guy and his name, I call, you know, he's one of the guys on my list. And I, I every guy that I've been with that, that's part of this, you know, Curious Girl Diaries uh, whole experience, they, I give them a nickname to, to keep their anonymity. And, uh. So this was B.E. And that's short for the boyfriend experience because he was the guy that, you know, he was just that perfect, perfect guy, basically. Looks, height, everything, physique, 
you know. The Chris Hemsworth of it all. Totally. Ugh. Like, you know, you just love being on his arm. And he always mm-hmm. treated you right, right? And he, yeah, he was uh, hot. Very my hot. Kink. My kink. Yes. And so he wanted, you know, he wanted to, when I met him, I said, I got the sex bucket list and these are the things I want to do. And he wanted to go to, he was like, yes, I'd love to try a sex party. So he, he, you know, he books us this, he finds us, does the research, finds us this party. We go, we've got these masks, you know, we're dressed up, we're looking hot. And we're, and I'm thinking we're going to be going to this, we're in, you know, we're in the San Francisco Bay area. I'm thinking we're going to be going to this beautiful house on the hill it's going to be so mysterious and all these hot, sexy people. We roll up to the fucking burbs. This, <laughs> this couple, this swinger couple, had it was a full-on takeover of their house. So we're trying to find a place to park between all these minivans. And we're, it's track homes. And we're like, I'm like... It's flat. Like this is the valley. Where where's this beautiful like mansion in the hills? Oh like, my god! Going to. And and we get there. It's a potluck. A potluck. Bring a your pot- own dildo. <laughs> no, bring your own like spicy food that like makes actual- you gassy. No. Yes. Yes. I what? Not- Tim. Tim. Chili that was bubbling. The oh. grease was like mm. just like floating on top. No, no. And cocktail wieners. No. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Literally and, uh, the enemy deep- of every single anal. Like oh my god. Totally. Like what are these people thinking? What are these straight oh. people thinking? <laughs> it's always the straight. <laughs> no. Oh my god. So- Oh my god! So we get in there, and and now the hosts were very nice, but I'm not kidding you. Like they covered just about every inch of their home in plastic. Their kids' bunk beds. (laughs) Their kids' bunk beds. Their kids' bunk beds. (laughs) I'm not joking. Everything covered in plastic. So they had all these different rooms. There was different things going on. Orgy room. You know, just like. Major fucking room, makeout oh room, whatever. It, it, all these themes were going on. There was porn going on every big screen they had. I feel like it's a scene from Dexter where it's just like yes. a crime scene is about to happen. And then the oh, potluck. Shit. And then the potluck. And I was just like, see, the potluck threw me. The potluck threw me because I was just like, why? You know, as a woman, I would, I, I won't eat, you know, we all know this. Like, you don't eat greasy food. You don't want a burrito baby no. in your belly. Like, you want to be looking slim, ready to fuck. Not, not, I'm, I need to sit on the toilet because I've got gas. Yeah. And all this food was high gas producing food. Jesus like, Christ. This is counterintuitive. So that threw me off. And then, and then we're walking around and, and we're in our masks and everybody's in their masks, but, it was just, and I, I want—I'm going to say this, but then I'm going to—I'm going to recant a little bit of it. So sure, I sure, was a sure. little bit shocked at the beginning because I'm like, "Here's everybody with their regular old mom bods and dad bods," and again, I was expect, and I'm not—I'm not snobby like that, but I was expect—I just had built this, you know, this Hollywood hype thing in my head. You were thinking just, Playboy Mansion kind of thing, right? Totally. Like, where's the yeah. grotto? I had no idea. I just had no—I didn't know what to expect. 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when we went there, very quickly, though, I was like, you know what? And we talked to some cool people. And I very quickly kind of got off my little high horse. And I was just like, everybody is about here. They're about the sex. Everybody has a right to pleasure. Everybody is enjoying themselves. And 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 very respectful, too. So it doesn't matter, like, if you go. People are to these sex parties, like, everybody's very respectful of no and no thank you. There's no, you know, weirdos harassing you. And so I just cruised around with the guy that I went with. And it was very fun to be voyeurs and watch all this stuff, hot stuff going on. We we landed in this room where a bunch of people were just, it was like the free-for-all room. A bunch of people were just having sex. We didn't see anybody that we thought we would want to hook up with. However, never want to not seize an opportunity. I'm like, there's all this hot sexual energy going on. So basically he just got the best blowjob of his life. And a bunch of, and a, and a bunch of people got to watch. I wasn't going to fuck him in front of like all these people, but mm-hmm. yeah, cause I wasn't quite there yet, but right. you know, I do that, that comes later in, in my journey, but but this first, well, pun yeah, intended, this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This first, you know, there's just this first uh, episode was very eye opening, and it really kind of, kind of showed me like, hey, I've got some, I've got some misconceptions about sex too, you know, just like everybody, you know. So a lot of people get affected by porn. I just had this, you know, which I wasn't necessarily in that group, but I can see how that happens. But I was predisposed to thinking like, again, like I just had this whole eyes wide shut, you know, it's going to be very upper echelon and, you know, everybody's going to be gorgeous and beautiful models and perfect. And models running around yeah, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, beautiful, you know, Roman God, guys with Roman God bodies and big dicks, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, you know, some guys, their tool belts hanging over their tool, you know, it was okay. <laughs> just there was a lot going on it was there was a lot and and i really kind of like was like okay you know what it's all good it's all good did you give them a show like a good blowjob show yeah yeah. oh yeah if i'm there i trust me yeah it's gonna be good i love it It just like a nice like like that kind of (laughs) i'm trying to remember if i was it was a total like gag fest or what i did I might have been more sensual, but then, of course, I always love, you know, I who doesn't love to gag on a cock? Like, if, if your eyes mm. aren't watering at some point, then, you know, you really didn't go hard or go home. <laughs> did, it even, did you even suck a cock if you weren't crying? Like, you need to cry, babe. That's where yeah. all the cum and the and the spit, that's, ooh, that's what where it's, like, What is it like, about that off. that's, like, I know, okay, when I started this podcast years ago like i have said never so many times it's embarrassing and i love the i love the fact that i've contradicted myself because once you start get going you know once you get just open yourself up to it you'll do a lot of stuff and i i know i, I had said in the early years like now i don't want some guy taking my head and da, da, da. now i'm like oh my god i love like fa- i what is it about being face fucked that's so hot it's so fucking hot I love it. I love being used like the cum dump that I am. I know. Yes. It's just something about like relinquishing all that power and just like, just use Mm me. I'm just, I'm just going to be here in starfish position. I'm just dirty little (laughs) slut. Yeah. Just like totally. Yeah. Use my, use all my holes. I'm your dirty little slut. Yeah. As much as I am a dirty little slut, I am a lazy pillow princess. I would rather. Me too. 
Like, I just want to lie yeah. down. It's like, it's been a long day. Can you just like take care of me? Yes. Lady, <laughs> yes, totally. Totally. Oh my God. That's so wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like what a party to go to. And that was your first sex party that you were crossing off your bucket list. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Did you go to more? Yes. You, you went to more with BE? No. I went no. with, <laughs> um, I went with, I, I had a rotation going. I had a rotation going. Oh my I, God. You had a Rolodex of boyfriends then, huh? I have a, um, I have a motto for women. Sometimes people don't like this, but I find this really helps because you know how guys will say like she gets too clingy or she's whatever, Ugh. you know, focus too much on, on me or whatever. I've never had that problem, but I, I know why women hyper-focus on one guy. And my solution is you need, I, I say you, women need a pair and a spare. <laughs> yes. You need a pair and a spare. You need a pair and a spare. That way you cannot hyper-focus on, you need three guys on rotation. That way you won't be hyper-focused on one guy. And the thing is with men, they're so competitive. If there's other guys around, they smell it. And and it breeds that competition that like they, they know, you know, and especially if you're just, I'm open about it. I'm like, I always tell people, look, you know. You're not the only uh, one in my life that I'm fucking. Right. I think because you have to disclose that, you know, you need to have mm-hmm. honesty and communication with your, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, if you're going to be in, be yeah. in open relationships. So this, uh, women have this hard time with doing that, but I'll tell you, it's very impact. Once you can kind of make that switch, it's very empowering. That doesn't mean you have to fuck everybody you see. It's not, it's not saying that it just means that, you know, you're open and they know that. And that sort of snatches some, of the control and then all of a sudden you know it kind of tilts guys off their axis a little bit a little bit you know and and keep and just and then you're not you really literally don't have time to hyper focus on them blow you know one guy blow his phone up do something that has the smell of neediness you know oh god because that it's a tr- of neediness and ugh, clingy Mm-mm. it's a turn off for everybody involved, yeah. you know, there's a time where that is where when you guys are really into each other and you've gotten there together and that's hot, but you have to know when that should be interjected. And if mm. you're, if you're doing it, like if you lead with it, you're just going to be repelling guys because they mm-hmm. don't respond to that. That's what I it's find. It's super gross because um, <laughs> I, super gross. it truly is. It's disgusting. There was this one guy. That I, there was this one guy that I I fucked, and uh, not to toot my own horn, but I will anyway because I know how good I am. But yeah. I fucked him until his eyes rolled to the back of his head, and he saw God up in the high heavens at least three times. So after yeah. I was done with him, he would not stop blowing up my phone, calling me like, "Hey, Poppy, when are you coming back to blow my back out?" And I'm like, "Oh no, soon, soon, soon." And then it just became so repetitive and annoying. And I was like, "This is why I'm never gonna fuck a 20 year old ever again." They just like, "Oh my god, like, <laughs> ew, Aww. ew." Aww. I know, I know. Like you rocked, you rocked his world. I did, but like poor baby like you have no idea what, 
you have no idea how adult sex lives are like because you literally just yeah. came out the womb and you're already Aww. like i'm so hooked on you i actually broke up with my boyfriend to have sex with you more and i'm like oh Uh-oh. yeah oh, he didn't no. tell me he, he had a boyfriend Did, yeah that oh, was the no. that was the wildest part Layla. it was so wild that he did not disclose the fact that he was in a relationship until after we fucked i'm like Mm. I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and, There's yeah. 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 What's worse is that he continued to um hit up my phone through other platforms after I blocked his number. So like I blocked his number Uh-oh. and then he hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> he hit oh, me no. up on Instagram. He tried to find me on Facebook. He even tried to find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn? <laughs> Like, oh, baby. Oh. I, like, I know I'm good, and you don't have to remind me how good I am, because I know. But, like, yeah. geez, like, we, we've got a stage five clinger over here. Like, I know, stage five, yes. Uh, I, I will say, I tend to have that problem myself, even though I'm You very, being the clinger, or you no. have men cling on to you? Fuck no. Okay, Do good, good. Oh, God, no. <laughs> You have men clinging on to you. I was born aloof. I mean, like, I literally, I don't know. Literally, I just, I'm like, no, I, that's part of the thing. Um, if you, I, like, when you just don't care, like, you're not that, you don't lead with, oh, I'm so into you, and you're just really genuinely not. Again, guys smell that too. They're like, oh, she's not that into me. You know, and then they, that, that, that gives them the room they need to start coming in and doing their masculine mm-hmm. thing macho yeah, alpha right. act yeah don't yeah, stop yeah. yeah don't suffocate it that's what that's the whole thing this is why if it's not natural for a woman i tell them you got to have a pair to spare that will help you you're just too distracted you can't really get too focused on one person yeah. but um yeah no i no i don't do this but i i, I tend to because I am a little bit more, you know, in my masculine energy, sometimes I tend to get the clinger guys, you know. That mm. Mm. Isn't, isn't it just so beautiful how men are so simple? Mm, it's they, are, so they are simple. Beautiful. They're yeah, simple. It's almost like it they is have, beautiful. Yeah, it's almost like they have instruction manuals to come with them. It's like, to turn on, just show your breasts, and then that's it. That's like... That's all. That's all you got to do. Oh, I mean, it's yeah, pretty much. It's very, it's it's very basic stuff, and and but then the ones that just go like, I mean, you know, I'll sleep with some guy once, and then all of a sudden I'm getting these novel length texts, you know, and I'm like, oh my god, and I'm reading this. I'm embarrassed even just reading it, you know, like. Yeah, oh, no. no. You know, like, no. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Like, this is embarrassing just to read, you know? Yeah. And, and again, bless their hearts. <laughs> I know. Like, bless their poor, simple souls. They're mm. just, they're just going with it. So I give them some credit. But if they understood maybe how to just harness that energy a little bit better, they'd get better <laughs> results. <laughs> Not, they'd stop repelling. Yeah, you know, repelling and yeah, they're they're love bombing at that point. 
Is that what it is? I don't even know. Love, love bombing is like this way for guys who are not that secure in the relationship, whatever style it may be. So it's like they'll shower you with uh, words of affirmation, with gifts, with acts of yeah. kindness, so that yeah. they're they're finding some sense of security within this connection. Like even though you're just fucking, they're yeah. gonna be like, "Oh, I love you. Please, like, love me back." Totally. It's like, just like Ugh. I'm getting these declarations of love, and we've fucked once, you know. And I'm like, you don't even know me. Like literally, you don't even know yeah. me. Mm-hmm. This isn't, you know, this is just, there's no way. It's not realistic. Yeah. So This one guy, I fucked him uh, on the second time we fucked. He was in the bathroom across the hall from the bedroom. And I was like putting on my clothes. And from across the hall, he says, so now that we're boyfriends, I'm like, um, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So <laughs> I ran out of that apartment so fucking quickly. <laughs> I forgot my underwear <laughs> at its place i am riding the uber with just my the, jeans and my t-shirt on yeah they're so expensive yeah they were the You're, expensive mm-hmm. good nice pair of silk underwear too did you think about you want you kind of party you wanted to go back i yeah because they were like 50 dollar pair of underwear right that's what i'm saying you know you're on a date you're prepared yeah because like even though this is a date and I thought it was very clear that we're just going to be fucking. And then he yeah. dropped the B word. I was like, no, please. Oh. So I, I wrote, I wrote that Uber commando. I was like, <laughs> in just my jeans and my tea. <laughs> and then I got a slew of angry texts on the ride home. He's like, why the fuck did you just ghost me in my own apartment? I'm like, Oh, God. Oh, you ran out? You didn't even say goodbye? No. While he was, like, off brushing his teeth. I know. I'm so heartless. That's... Okay, that's kind of stone cold. It's cold. I I know. Uh, Like, this is before, you know, I had any sort of moral code. I still don't have a moral code. But, like... (laughs) But you softened a bit. (laughs) Of course. I mean, I'm not a monster anymore. But still... (laughs) Like, it was just such a shock to hear the B word at a moment when you least expect it. Because I was like, oh, boy, this is not how I imagined this night to go. Because he said boyfriend. And I was like, I thought we were just fucking. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I got a slew of angry texts. uh, And there were paragraphs of angry texts. I got novel texts with, like, they were like scattered with emojis left and right. I was like, oh boy, the the amount of toxicity that I surrounded myself with. I don't know if it's like, do I just attract desperate, hungry men or like, am I just being self-destructive at this point? <laughs> well, I know. Either way, I don't know. I, I, I want... Yeah, you. Either, either way, you you came to play. You sh- you showed up. You brought your A game. <laughs> we'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes. What's up, all you sick fucking perverts? Don't you just love love? The love shop has everything you need to feel the love in the air or in between your legs, wherever you want, really. They've got everything from vibrators, lubes, laundry, and even full-sized sex dolls. (laughs) 
While I guess love really does come in all shapes and sizes, visit loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and use code sexedwithtim at checkout for 15% off the whole store. And the best part is that they ship all over Canada, US, and what? Ireland? To all my whores in Dublin, top of the morning to ya. <laughs> That's loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and check out code sexedwithtim for 15% off the entire store. Now get to fucking do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy of course you do only my listeners are sexy as fuck i have partnered with fetishwear designer dale kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps harnesses hats and more head over to dalekuda.com that's d-a-l-e-k-u-d-a.com and use code sexedwithtim at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me. 25% off. And cherry on top, free shipping. Oh my god. <laughs> I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me. And girl, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there and i'm on the train i'm just like uh, 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 thank you dale <laughs> that's dalecuda.com with the code sex ed with tim for 25 percent off your entire purchase with free shipping with a deal like that i swear i could come buckets honey <laughs> the show is about to begin yes so, uh, besides uh, the sex party and the BDSM, uh, what were some of the other things on your sex bucket list? I wanted to learn how to squirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I did. Mm-hmm. I, how that? Well, oh, amazing. I left mm-hmm. him with all the... I left, like, that first night, I didn't know what, like, this guy rocked my world. Like, literally... Fucking rock my world. I ended up dating him for three and a half years. <laughs> oh, look at oh, that. Yeah. To cancel out the celibacy. Okay, now we're back in the books. We're balanced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was an ongoing partner, uh, a major one. Um, oh, my God. So, you know, I'm telling him, yeah, I want to, you know, I, that was kind of my leading thing. It was like, okay, when I'd meet guys, be like, yes, I'm, this is my year, you know, I'm trying to, Focus on all these fun, sexy things. This is what's on my sex bucket list. Do you want to help me knock any of these things off? And and so when it came to the, you know, the two, one thing, BDSM and then the squirting, he's like, oh yeah, I can do that. And it's just like, what? You can't? Because he was just so caught. He was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And I thought, he's so nonchalant and matter of yeah, fact about I it. Just like, okay. Oh, come on. You know, I was like, all right, buddy. And he was younger than me. So I was just like, oh, yeah, really? Let's just see. Let's just see what you got. We meet, you know, we, sure enough, I mean, three times he made me just on command. Like he had such control over my body. Unfucking believable. I could, I mean, I'm just like, how is this possible? I'm a grown up. How is it? I'm an adult. How does this guy know more about my the way my body works than, than I, I do? do. <laughs> this is amazing to me. 
Like, it totally, it, this, I mean, I'm kidding. That, this guy fucking rocked me. I, I don't, you know, I, I won't hold it back. He just. Do it. I, I want to hear every single detail. Like, tell us what he did to your clit, to your labes. Like, tell us everything. Oh, my God. Just, first of all, he's great at everything. He's great at oral sex. He has my, mm -hmm. he's my perfect dick match. He, mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, you like a certain dick. He's mm -hmm. my perfect dick match. He just knew, like, he knew stuff. I mean, he knew how to touch me. He knew the right amount of aggressiveness to use. Mm -hmm. I There wasn't a dry spot on that fucking bed. And then when tsunami. we were done, oh, it was a tsunami. When we were done, and I was just like, literally, I was in shock. I, I, I was like, my legs were still shaking from all the orgasms. I'm pulling <laughs> yeah. up my pants as fast as I can get them up. And I'm just like, I gotta get out of here. I, got, I gotta go. He's just like, oh no, you, you, can, you can stay. You don't have to go. And I'm like, no, uh, I gotta go. I don't, I'm gonna I don't get do, dehydrated. I don't do sleepovers, you know? I was like, I was freaked the fuck out. I was like, I needed to, literally, I needed to go. And I had to think, I had to process. You were digmatized. No. I was oh digmatized. I, I just, I know I, I was, I didn't know what I was. I just had to, I had to figure out what the fuck I was like, what just happened to me? This guy just did things to me sexually that nobody has ever done. And I, I, I need, I need to think, I need to process <laughs> me in my feminine bubble. You know? <laughs> Call up the girls be like, y'all just don't know what he did to me. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Swear to God. So, so I, I left and I'm like, I, I mean, I'm thinking like these people, these people have me on their camera. They're never going to want me back in their hotel. <laughs> we have wrecked this bed. I don't know where he slept because none of that bed was dry. I like, I'm like. <laughs> you got to wring out the sheets. <laughs> I got to go. And, and, and anyway, so of course, you know, I was like, wasn't going to let that go. So, uh, yeah, we, uh. We saw each wow. other like hot and heavy for a long time. I love that. So for anyone that's listening that doesn't know how to squirt, what were like the sensations that you're feeling or like at least yeah. that um, method of letting go? Like how did you get to that squirting stage? That's the thing. You want to try to not do it because you actually you, you think you're going to pee. It's like this weird sensation. You feel like, you know, it's very exciting and you feel this pressure and it's right kind of you know where your g-spot is that little spongy area and he's putting a lot of pressure there and so you're like oh my god am i am i gonna come or am i gonna pee and it's a different sensation it's a different or way to orgasm different you know women can orgasm differently we have the a spot the g-spot our clit you know so we have so they all feel a little different but when you feel when you feel one that's coming from that was the first time I felt one coming from like a pressure like a a, pr a lot of pressure, and and I, I was just like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm gonna pee. And so you're trying, I was trying to hold it in, and, and but mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you can't, you can't just don't, and 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 it just went everywhere, and I was just like, it was like a fountain. It's like someone turned on a hose. <laughs> turned on a hoe <laughs> uh, yeah totally totally exactly oh, oh my god, my god. Yeah, and that was wow. this, yeah yeah and so you know then I eventually you know i graduated to learning how to you know do it do it on his dick and oh. now you're just squirting non-stop like a sprinkler huh no 
I, no, no, because you know what? You got to have, it's a, again, it's the right, I got to have a guy that knows how to do it. Like, you know, like, mm. I, I don't, it's not like you lose control after that and then you're just like, oh, I scored everywhere. Maybe some women do. I don't know. But for me, I still have to have the guy that knows what he's doing. I can come on. I can come on. Now I can come on my dildo really easy. Like, I just know, like, how to do it myself because someone taught me. But, um, yeah, it just takes a little getting used to. Sometimes a dildo is just better than a dick, to be quite honest. Because they're so stiff. They're so stiff. They stay hard all the time. And they don't talk back to you. Right. Oh, do you God. do you have like depending on your mood do you have like different circumferences that I you do kind of, yes. yeah I yeah. know and, but do you kind of save the really really big ones for special occasions because I'm like I don't we don't want like to stretch birthday? that out yeah mm-hmm. we don't want to stretch yeah. that out but no, they're no. kind of addicting right like you like you love <laughs> yeah addicting <laughs> you love those big ones but I'm like we gotta be we gotta use this in moderation. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's it's like that junk food dildo that's like i love you you're <laughs> like you're very crack. addicting my crack <laughs> yeah. it's my crack going in my crack um, i'm telling you you gotta be careful uh, so like uh, you know for example i would use my extra large dildo when i'm attending a sex party because like for sure someone's gonna want to fist me because my ass is juicy um <laughs> have you wait a minute have you You've been fisted? Fisted, yes, I have. I have fisted a guy. And what was that like for you? Amazing. Oh, yeah. Did it feel I, warm? Was it a comfortable bracelet for you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? This was the whole thing. Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm not getting any sensation from it. But it was the coolest thing to see and start to actually, this is the first time I really learned about and, and started to understood about the male prostate. Mm-hmm. I I was always used to, I was either touching your penis, you know, jacking you off or sucking your cock and that, and or fucking you. Right. And that's mm-hmm. how you're going to come. Didn't under, didn't know about the prostate. Then I'm in there and I'm watching and I'm seeing, I'm not even touching his cock. He's rock hard and he's having the strongest, biggest orgasm I've ever seen yep. a man have in my entire life hands down. And right. I consider myself a pr- like when I get my pussy on your dick, like I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. You are going to remember me. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I think, but my fist. It's a different power. It's a different power. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It was amazing. I, I still like, to this day, I'm like, it was probably one of the hottest things I've ever done. It's like when, when you feel his sphincter muscles just squeeze around your I was just, like that. And I was, was kind of like, like going like that, you know, and I could just, I could just, oh, you got to, I got to watch and you could just really got to just watch everything happening. Yeah. You feel and like God. You do because his body's yeah. totally in your control. Yeah. You were like yeah. God on the seventh day in the Bibles, like, and everything was good because it I was. am amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, now, and then he, yeah, and then yeah. he had definitely had to rest. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you find such a magical guy? That was BE. That's the guy I went to. The oh, that first was BE. Okay, sex, first sex party with the guy that did the squirting. That was Cowboy Inn. So okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, so with BE, like that sounds like amazing because he, I, is bi- he was bisexual. So we got. Oh, to ex- I see. Uh, so he was more open than your typical like 
you know, straight guy, straight yeah. guy. Ugh. Yeah, it's always the straight guys that are so boring, and it's like they think a dick will do. It's like no, touch me everywhere else. They, Whisper sweet, nothing's in my ear, please. They need to relax. They need to get over this whole this whole like prostate thing. I'm like, you're missing out. Exactly. Because here's what I've found with a lot of straight guys that are afraid to go into anal play. They think it turns them into women. But I'm like, you're still having sex with your girlfriend, right? right? And he's like, yeah. So you're a guy. She's a girl. Isn't that a heterosexual thing? And they're like, I guess. Uh, so what's the yeah. what's what's so scary about it? He's like, because getting penetrated is for girls only. And I'm like, no, like what? What? Get out of your head and start to rethink about what it means to have sex and these gender roles that we've placed around sex. You know, like yeah, I would love to see more women eat out their boyfriends. I would love to see more guys get fisted and get pegged. You know, things like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, pegging. Yeah. Have you pegged someone? I haven't, but I totally would. Well, I, I, oh, hold on. So when I, when BE and I would play, like, you know, just to, to getting his ass warmed up for, for my <laughs> fist, we would do, you know, we would do, we'd graduate with the butt plugs and then we would do some dildos. So I, I didn't have it strapped on, but definitely, oh, yeah, I fucked him with a dildo. Yeah. Oh, that's hot. I know. I, it's so hot. hot. I mean, it's it's hot, and this is like he's yeah. totally masculine dude. You know, he just was a little more open to like yeah. exploring, and I think it's hot. It's so hot, and like I have read your website with all of the other guys that you've uh, been with. It was just like super cool. I'm like, I should probably start blogging more about the guys I've been with, but like I'm in the thousands already, Layla. So I can't really like, yeah, I know. It's oh, be you dirty much. little slut! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's my whole middle name on my birth certificate. Thank you. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> now, um, one of the guys that you blogged about was someone from Canada. Canada. Yeah. That's what I call him. I think that's what I call Yeah. You just called him Canada. What was he like? I think I called him Canada. Let me remember. He was um he was very fun. He he and he and his partner, they were into yeah, they were swingers and so they would play separately and together. And um he and I definitely, you know, had some fun. I I, I didn't have the best like overall like he was fun more just like because he was so open and we got to talk about a lot of stuff and he kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things. But as far as that full on like hot, sexy spark, he was, don't get me wrong. I mean, he was definitely an attractive guy. I just didn't connect with him the same way that I connect with, you know, some of the other guys. And that's just mm-hmm. a, that's a chemistry thing. And it's hard to put your finger right. on, you know, but, um, yeah. Did he, did he, he apologize a lot? Sorry. <laughs> No, uh, no, but you know, uh, no, he was, he, he was fun. Um, you know, I definitely enjoyed him. There was just guys that I, you know, would see, I would see a couple times and then guys I would see every once in a while. And then there were kind of like the mainstays, you know, the guys that I saw repetitively, Cowboy N, B.E., um, Titanic there for a while. Yeah, I had a guy whose dick was up to his knee. and. This is the first time I've taken up a big dick. And I was like, there's no way that's going inside of me because Mm -hmm. I am not in the mood to go to the hospital 
at fucking three o'clock in the morning and have to explain to the doctor why I am bleeding out of my asshole. Right. What What do you do? Like, do you just you just say no, or do you do? It? I told him go slow. Like, yeah. like it really needs a lot of preparation when yes. you're about to uh, do some heavy lifting. Let's call yeah. it. <laughs> Right. Like you really do need to prepare. You need to go slow. The whole thing's not going to go inside all at once. So the first time we did it, I told him to only put in half uh, because like, oh my God, I don't know how it was humanly possible for him to, and that was soft. Let, let's, <laughs> it was up to his knee, soft. Oh, yeah. No. I, I don't know. I don't know how I, uh, yeah. I'm still speechless just like recalling it like oh. I'm having trouble finding the words because it was just so big and big. like my jaw dropped I like when he put it inside of me I felt it in my throat like I felt like barbecue at a Brazilian steakhouse I was like <laughs> I got skewered I was a kebab <laughs> oh my gosh I, I well I don't think I've had so I the one thing I don't do, I don't like to eat ass. Okay, that's fine. It's not for everyone. I don't know. I don't know. If, well, I can't, like, maybe at some point I'll get there, but I just, there's just something about it where I'm like. I, I love I, that you fisted uh, one, but you're not going to eat one. <laughs> I love, I, I, I'll do all kinds of stuff to it, you know, but I just don't really want to put my lips on it, you know, like on it's your dick. So... <laughs> okay, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, but I'm not I, the you ass. Know, yeah. Just there's just I don't know what what it is. Is it I the poop factor? It's the poop. But you know it's the, the poop. The, yeah. But the I mean obviously you know if you're having anal sex or doing anything, sh shit happens. You know like yeah, exactly. there's gonna be poop is part. It's just part of it. Like get it's over part of the it. Body, you know? Yeah, exactly. But you are having trouble with like the thought of shit landing on your lips or something. Shit lips. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> honestly, hey, milk and cookies happen all the time. Um, Is that what you call it? I call it that, just to make it more tolerable. <laughs> I've never heard that. Oh, my God. <laughs> it happens. We all need a little bit of dessert every now and then. And sometimes it happens. Oh so, my gosh. But um, if you do want to start eating ass a little bit more and work your way towards it, uh, have you tried a dental dam? No. Okay, then try that first. So, like, what yeah. you do is, like, you get a condom, unroll it, yeah. cut it uh, down the middle, you make, uh -huh. like, a square, and then just okay. go, uh, like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing. Does it really feel that good? It does. Really does. Okay. Yeah. Here, let me ask my yeah. girlfriend. Does it feel good? Yeah. Just give it a break. Uh, uh. Yeah. Good job, babe. Okay. Yeah. Keep going at it. Yeah. Continue on. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. For me, I love how the warmth of the tongue just goes around like my anus because the anus has thousands of nerve endings right mm -hmm. kind of like how the clit has like thousands of yeah. nerve endings and just even the tiniest little la -la -la -la, like sends like shocks of pleasure up your spine the same thing happens to me and my asshole yeah so okay. yeah okay. um this one guy i made him come just by licking his asshole he didn't even like jack off or anything because i had him restrained 
I mean, again, not to toot my own horn, yeah. but I did get him to come just simply by eating his ass correctly. Yeah. So, oh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I have I have somebody that I see that get this. He can have a nipple orgasm. Me too. It's great. I'm like, damn it, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I want that. It's a lot of practice. I've it's, tried. I've yeah. tried. I mean, like, it definitely, oof, I love it. You it's know, a lot like, of practice. Um, bite, pull, suck, all that. I love it. Yeah. But it, I, can't, I can't come that way. And that's totally fine. Uh, I couldn't come that way for a long time. I needed to practice and really, like, uh, get outside of my head. I was going to say, start... what's the headspace you got to be in? Like, how do yeah, you do it? It's yeah. almost meditative and tantric. Okay. To that point. Yeah, okay. you have to like light up the candles, put on Sade. Sade! <laughs> smooth operator. With yeah. Your love is king. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you got you got to put all that and really yeah. get yourself um like out of this space of like it's a chore to just mm-hmm. like I'm rewarding myself and mm-hmm. surrender to that pleasure those little tiny sensations i was able to accelerate the process to a nipple orgasm by using using clothespins <laughs> yeah oh. no clo- clo- clothespins like the wooden ones that you would hang oh, like oh, your laundry oh. from yes 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 okay yeah yeah because what that does is like it makes your nipples ultra super extra sensitive yes. after you release it and that's where you can, yeah, that's where you can really start to feel like, oh. Mm-hmm. So I got there. I can have a nipple gasm. I can have an ear gasm. And I'm what? also, yeah. It's, no. it's, yeah, I can have an orgasm just by getting my ear stimulated the right way. It's, again, more you mindset. You should teach this. You, you should. I saw it's on your website. I didn't see any classes about that. It's not yet published. It's in the works right now. So it'll it'll oh, get good. there. Good, good, good. It'll get there soon enough. And I'm also multi-orgasmic. So that's something that I'm proud of. Where I I can like hold in my ejaculation so that I can have multiple orgasms over and over and over and over again. It really? is really yeah. So that's another thing that you should try with your partners at some point. Well keep them from coming. Okay, hold on. So I was mm-hmm. so Cowboy N could do this thing where which I just was so hot. He mm-hmm. would um get himself, you know, it would be like right to where he wanted to come and then he would he wouldn't have an orgasm, but some of it would like leak out onto my pussy. And Fun. then he would keep going, you know, it, like <laughs> he wasn't it wasn't it, it wasn't, um, he wasn't having an orgasm, but it was just, the t- he was so built up, you know, and, oh, God, mm. that always drove me crazy. Like, bonkers. So Ugh. hot. It was just so hot. And they, you know, and they would just keep going, they keep going. And that, and that, you know, he was edging himself. And then finally, when he did come, oh, my God. Mm. Mm. Like, what Love is it, it about, what is it that's so hot about being, Filled with cum. It is so sexy. I love it. I love imagining myself as an eclair. Uh, <laughs> an eclair. <laughs> that's the fantasy. Uh-huh. <laughs> A jelly-filled donut. Uh? I mean. Call me Krispy Kreme. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's so primal. Like, it's just mm-hmm. so, 
Ugh. Yeah, it, it, there's something it. there's something like that brings us back to our caveman like tendencies. Totally, yeah. totally. Call it uh, paleo. <laughs> but you don't want. But the thing is, it's like it has to be the right guy, like that's doing it, because mm-hmm. that's when mm-hmm. it's the hottest. It's for me. Yeah. It's like a it's a it's a dominant guy. It's a dominant man. It's when like when he yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want. I just don't want anybody's spunk in me. You know, it's got to be like, you got to be worthy. <laughs> you got to be really worthy. You got to earn out. it. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. to earn your spunk inside of me. <laughs> Cause you don't just give it totally. out to anyone. Right. Um, no. So do you have like no. a favorite, do you have like a favorite uh, sexual encounter post celibacy or even pre celibacy? What's like your most favorite or most memorable one? Oh my gosh! I know there's geez, there's so many. There's a it's lot, but like just something that you can pull out of the back of your mind. Oh, there's so many. Okay, I, this I will. This this is just up there with a bunch of favorites. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think um, this one stands out. It was I was with Cowboy N, and we were um, traveling. We were tra- we traveled a lot together. I just I would go and visit him. We saw each other a lot, and. and so he would, if, when he would have a job that would finish and he'd go to the next one in a different state or whatever, you know, I'd go with him. And um, sometimes we'd just drive together, road trip. And we had had a long day of driving because it was like a schedule he was on. He had to get there by a certain time. And um, I, you know, when you drive, like we, and we've known each other for a long time. It was kind of just a long, hectic day. We had a lot of traffic. He was a little edgy. I was a little edgy. We get to the hotel room. It's late. And I was being kind of bratty. And <laughs> and if if I'm being kind of bratty, you know, he's going to teach me a lesson, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was, he was, I just wanted to, basically, I just wanted to masturbate on his dick with my Hitachi. You know, I was like, I didn't want to listen to what he wanted me to do. I didn't want to, you know, he's my dominant. I didn't, I wasn't paying attention. You know, I was. Keep your mouth shut and let me do my thing. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I'm not, a, it was late. I'm just like, I'm not up for it. And um, he, he's like, oh, it's going to be like that. And he just whipped me over and, <sighs> and, and started fucking me in the ass just hardcore and and i'm like and i still got to have my hitachi because he's like oh oh you want to keep that thing okay all right then i'm gonna do what i want to do and he just and you know normally like he just plugged me and normally you know my thing is like i I want warning i want more i i don't like don't surprise me with some anal like i want some warning it's not assumed it's not assumed and he just and he was like, and I don't like cum in my ass because it d- doesn't come out the same way as it does out of your vagina or your pussy. <laughs> so I was like, you know, and he, he just, he's over me and he's big. He's like six, six. And he's just, and he's got, he's got his fingers hooked up in me on my, you know, like pull it, basically hooking onto my pelvic bone inside me. And he's just fucking my ass. And I've got my Hitachi and I'm like, look at my eyes are like this big and I'm just watching him and the look on his face. And it was so just primal and animalistic. And I'm like, oh my God, he's going to come. He's totally, he's going to, first of all, hey, he's fucking me like a maniac. I love it. 
And then B, he's gonna he is gonna come in my ass. He's totally gonna come in my ass. <laughs> and I'm just like, and I'm just sitting there like, I better come, go fast, go for it. So yeah. literally we came at the same time and it was so <gasps> intense. It was so intense because he was just so mm, you know, in the moment, and and he did. He came in my ass, and I'm like, okay, now I got to deal with this because I'm tired. I, I, we were, It's like it's like two in the morning. We've been driving forever. Like we really right. just kind of, yeah, wonder, yeah. But, you needed to find a rest stop, and then you really just gotta mm, pump and dump, and uh, you gotta clean it out. Yeah. God. <laughs> I mean, like I'll never, I will never, ever forget the look on his face, like. He's just, and he's like looking straight at me, you know, like primal and almost like, like, I just want you to fuck me. Like you hate me. Like you want to murder me. Yes. He's like, remember, I love you, but now I'm going to, I mean, he just fucked me. Like he, I was like, Ooh, Uh, he was so good at that. He was so good at that. Oh uh, my God. I want you to destroy me like some serial killer in hostel. Like, Oh my God. Normally I'm like, okay, we don't do, it's okay. You could do that with my pussy, but don't do that with my asshole. No, my asshole, you got to treat like a pretty little flower. Oh no, he did not. He just tore it up. (laughs) Oh God. That's so triggering for me because like I've had too many (laughs) anal fishers. In the car the next day, you know how that is. Like uh, we've had some like, ow, rough. ow. We've had some mm. episodes. You know, you're like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know, you're, you're leaning onto one cheek. You're like, oh, I can't quite get comfy. <laughs> I have had to record many an episode where I'm sitting on a hernia pillow <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even kidding. And literally, right after. Oh, shit. Right after finishing the recording, I went to the bathroom, sat in like a sits bath with Epsom salts because I was like, oh, shit, this really hurts. <laughs> it felt like shitting razors. Oh, shit. It well, sucked. Then, okay, so then the worst part is after we're done, I'm like scrambling into the bathroom because I'm like, I need to sit in the tub and like push some of this out. You know, like this. <laughs> and I'm not going to let this dribble out. Like, let's just get it out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Breaking go and all the party noise is happening. He's yep. turn the fan on and he's in the other room. And yep. so I'm like, just like so I go and I turn the I turn the bath water on. There's no hot water. <gasps> ah, it's so cold. <laughs> I have to try to douche myself. Ooh, <laughs> in the cold water. Ooh, oh God. Oh. What is this? Like the 1800s? Ew. No, it was awful. We call, I'm calling call the friend. It's like, what is going on? It's like two in the morning. Like, oh, I, we don't know. The boiler's out or something. I was like, fuck. fuck this. Just um, got ass fucked. Oh, my God. I'd rather sink with the Titanic. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That I, shit was, is cold. I know. I know. So that was that was the. Kind of that was a funny ending to that story. Anyway. I know, but no, that's great. That's one of the most memorable. But do you have one of like I don't want to say worse, but like what's the weirdest sexual encounter that you've had? That's like that stands out, and it's like that's something I tried. Hmm. Oh, let me think. Let me think. Weird. Weird, odd, um, something that that gave you a second thought. Or, like, kind of reshaped your sexuality or something that made you discover something about yourself? Well, so, kind of on a, it's not, this was opened my eyes to the fact that I I like to be watched, you know, because people would ask me oh. a lot of times, like, do you, 
do you like you're an exhibitionist are you an exhibitionist i was always like Mm -hmm. no no i'm not Mm -hmm. you know i just thought no i'm not and so after that one you know that one sex party with be that just was kind of like i was like yeah, I don't know. Okay, maybe I can scratch this off my list. I went to a sex party. I don't know if it was that great. I, it didn't. It took me a while. Like I didn't think I had interest in pursuing that. Then several years down the road, um, you know, Cowboy Ann and I we were in um, Louisiana and we were in New Orleans, and uh, there was a sex club there. So we registered and you know decided we were going to go. And when we got there, um, you know. Lots of interesting people, and it was very fun. Totally different experience than the, you know, at the then rolling up to the burbs, mm-hmm. and because it was an official, you know, sex club. And we were, he's really tall, he's 6'6, six, six, and I had heels on, so I was 6'4. Oh, six, six. oh, oh my god, god. climbing like a tree. No, I have to have mm. a tall man because I'm 5'10, so mm-hmm. and I love to wear heels, so I had my I had my four inch heels on, so I was 6'4, he's 6'6. Six, six. We had gone out that night. We were dressed very nicely. We went out to a really nice dinner. And then we went to the club. And so people were, you know, just because of our height, people are just, like, noticing us. Amazons walking through. The Amazons, right? Yeah. Who are these tall people? So (laughs) everyone's kind of, like, watching us and sort of following us a little bit, like, waiting to see what we do. And so we just, you know, and we're we're always totally hot for each other. So we just start kind of, like, he's pushing me up against the wall. We're going at it. And I'm not kidding. And he's got his fingers in me, and I'm literally dripping down my Sopping. leg. Sopping. Oh, Sopping. God. Down to my stilettos. Ankle. Oh, yes. God. And, mm. and, these, and we've got people like all around us. Like literally, I can feel them breathing on me because I think they're hoping I'm going to say, hey, tap in, you know, like join us. <laughs> but, but we were just so hot for each other that night. But, but, but everybody could sense our energy and our chemistry. And they were like mm-hmm. this close, you know, like watching, you know, I could smell them. They could smell me. They could probably smell my pussy. I mean, mm-hmm. like everything, which of course smells like flowers. And, and <laughs> just, just saying. And, um, and, and I never realized like how freaking hot it was to have all these people watching. And then we ended up getting a room. You can get a, get a room and just let people watch you. And we, mm-hmm. you know, with a bed and all that. And so we did that. And I was just, we left the door open and never, it wasn't even my, on my radar thinking, oh, this will be hot. That, you know, mm. had to have, to have people just, I don't know, like experiencing, seeing how connected we were and that turning them on. Oh, and I, it just. I get it. Mm. It's hot. It's kind of like you're part of this experience and then you're allowing other people to share this pleasurable experience with you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So come in and join the fun with me because yeah. I have so much pleasure to share with the world. Totally. Like, look at all this. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was fun. And I, yeah. and like I said, I just I never, till, up until that point, like, and, you know, and even Cowboy's like, that's, that's just honestly the wettest you've ever been. Cause I tend to get very, I'm very excitable. Like I get very wet. Mm-hmm. I just, it was unbelievable. You needed like, a mop. Totally. Like how yeah. turned on. Yeah. I was so hyper, hyper yeah. turned on. Eat so. your heart out, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. That's a wet ass pussy. Oh, <laughs> I got that beat. I got that beat. <laughs> oh my God, Layla, you have lived and you continue to live such a 
sexually fulfilled life. And I'm wondering before we wrap up, and I hate to wrap anything up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, do you have any advice for people out there who are either celibate or coming out of their celibacy to start exploring their own sexuality the way that you have? Yeah, I think, you know, make it, I mean, just kind of set some goals for yourself. Make it fun. Like, think, sit, this is your time. Don't, you don't just want to roll back to what you've always done. You know, don't go back to the same old same because obviously maybe it wasn't quite that great if you were able to walk away from it and, you know, and leave it. And this is something that you can do for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I always recommend, you know, people make a sex bucket list. Just, you know, think about, is there anything you've ever wanted to try? And sometimes people just flat out don't know. So my recommendation is, you know, go to YouPorn or Pornhub, click on their categories, like don't type anything and just look at all the different terms. If something's interesting, click on it, watch a little bit of it. Does this like, you know, does this seem exciting? Are there things about it? Even if you, even if something like specifically isn't turning you on, is there something in that, what you just saw that is write that down, you know, and then just make a list and then start going, you know, having fun with your partner or find someone that wants to do this with you or multiple people that want to help you scratch things off your list. It's always a great conversation starter when you're meeting somebody like, Hey, this is what I'm out doing. Do you want to partake? I mean, guys are easy. They're like, Oh yeah. You know, like, yes, they, yes, they will. They want to sign up. And then, and then what'll happen is one thing, you know, one thing will lead to another. One door opens 10. Trust me. Like you'll go into a porn rabbit hole, huh? (laughs) You're going into just, no. I mean, when you start, when you actually start trying Mm -hmm. some of this stuff, it may be, like I said, the set, you know, it was like, originally it was the sex club that got me there. That's what I thought it was going for that experience. What I didn't realize was I was going to discover how much I got turned on by turning other people on. Mm-hmm. Watching, you know, watching them see me be just full on in my element. And yeah, it was, and that's happened so many times. Like one thing that I was like, I don't think I'm that into that. Then I totally was. And then there was 10 more things behind that that I really liked too. You know, so it just, it just gets, it'll just keep going. It's kind of endless. <laughs> so once you click on one, it's just going to be a domino snowball effect of sexual exploration from here on out. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't start, it really, it's not about your original list. It's just that you make one, maybe you can put three or five things on there. And as you experience, as you actually go and do those things, I guarantee you, you'll find a few more things, at least every time you go and actually experience something that you didn't think, you would like that happened in that encounter that then drive and fuel, you know, more things that start Mm. turning you on. Yeah. There's this video on Pornhub that I'm enjoying and the title is called, I wash the dishes without you having to ask me. And it's literally just him washing dishes. And I'm like, Oh my God, that is, I'm going to send you a link. I'll send you a link. It's the hottest thing. Oh my God. (laughs) When a man does the chores for me. Oh, Oh, oh. you love that. Oh, when he does the most basic bare minimum. Oh my God. (laughs) When a man is a decent human being. Mm -hmm. Oh, Yes. 
My panties are wet. Uh, it's I, love it when, I love it when men do like mass. Just, just I just love to be around like, like masculine, masculine energy. Men, masculine energy. Like it doesn't matter what you're doing. It does, like you could be pumping the gas. It could be the way. It could be the way. Like I love big hands. It can be the way they're. You know, I'm watching your hands move and how you just <sighs> grab something or or the way you can fix things. You know, I mean, it's just like oh. I have have a list. I have a list of like favorite videos on TikTok where it's just Uh guys with big hands and they grab a beer bottle and it looks like a tiny little uh, shot bottle that you get in a mini fridge. And I'm like, wow. A big hand. I love a big hand. I can't, I cannot have those little tiny T Rex hands. No, I need (laughs) big fucking hands. Little, little milk toast, little milk toast hands turn me off. But big hands. Oh, mm, God. Wrap it around those, my neck. Put those, yes. Put the, choke me out. Put those man hands all around. Oh, sorry. I just, I just screamed into a pillow. I know. I saw that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's I, awesome. I'm going to have to hit up one of my boyfriends for a sex right after this. But, um, <laughs> Wow. Speaking of hands, uh, Layla, I'm going to give you a hand for being such an amazing Thank guest. Thank you. Um, and before we wrap this all up, can you please make like a butt and plug away anything you want the audience to find? Absolutely. <laughs> make like a butt. I love that. Okay. Yes. Um, let me plug myself. Okay. Here's where I want you to find me. Um, I'll make it easy for everybody, guys. Uh, I won't give you a bunch of social media links that none of where none of them are the same. I'm sure you'll have those in the show notes, but the easiest way to find me is to go to my website, which is thecuriousgirldiaries.com. And if you want to scroll all the way to the bottom of the homepage there and on any page that you're on, you'll find the links to all my socials if you want to follow me on social media. And my podcast is there on the website, but you can find it on any major syndicator, wherever you get your podcast, just look for The Curious Girl Diaries. And if you're on my website and you want to, you like this episode and you want to leave me some feedback, you can leave me a voicemail. You click on the pink tab on the right-hand side, let it rip for five minutes, and I promise to personally answer you myself, usually within 72 hours. So it's a lot of fun. I love that. Thank you so much, Layla. You're so amazing. And to all the listeners that have made it this far into this chaotic-ass conversation, thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the Patreon where you can get bonus episodes and advanced episodes, ad-free and more. And this has been Tim, and I will see you at the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at SexEdWithTim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even better, you can also support the show on Patreon, where you can get early access to ad-free episodes and more. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah! Thank you.